You're listening to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show, a podcast that discusses the intricacies of real estate investing with your host, Marcus E. Maloney. Marcus is a real estate investor best known for being the equity king. He's been awarded that moniker because he and his team find amazing real estate deals. He will be talking with investors who have done some transformational things in the real estate industry. They'll discuss their process, their strategies, and how their investments transform their lives and the communities they invest in. We welcome you to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. So up until last month, we kept it to three grand a month or less total expense. Okay. Uh, so that's skip tracing, that's callers, that's everything, right? So perfect. It was up until I hired the second caller, right? So that number is going way up starting. Okay. So that's, you know, more markets, more data, just more everything, right? Yep. Then, yep. Welcome to another episode of the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. And on today, guys, we are going to be talking specifically about wholesaling. And we have a very special guest whose name is Owen Scott. He is from the Orlando, Central Florida area, and he's doing deals across the Eastern Seaboard. Very young individual, but very, very eclectic. And he is definitely doing some things and making some waves in the wholesale industry. So, Scott, man, without any further delay, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on here. Sure, 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 sure. So, before we get started, man, kind of give us your background. Who are you? Who is Scott Owens? What is Scott? I mean, Owen Scott. What is Owen good. Scott doing? <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and um, kind of tell us, man. Give us the background. Yeah. So, um, yeah, real estate started for me back in February. Um, I'm a full time college student, so it kind of, you know, had to be something that I could work in with my schedule. Um, okay. You know, I just wanted to find a way to get my income up some way, you know, that doesn't require a ton of my time. Um, just started out with $500 budget and that's not per month, that's total, right? So it's just kind of, <laughs> you do okay. what I can with it. Um, and then, yeah, I just started cold calling pretty heavily and kept pressing until I got got my first deal about 45 days later. Okay. That's kind of where we started there. Yeah. Okay. So full-time college student. $500 budget. Yep. And you're doing this in a virtual market and it took Correct. you 40, 45 days to close your first deal. Mm -hmm. All yep. right. So guys, I heard that correctly and I wanted to repeat it. So you guys could hear it correctly. Again, Scott, um, Owen is college student, full-time college student started with a $500 budget. 500 yes not 500 dollars a month but a 500 budget and he closed his first deal 45 days later so owen kind of tell us man why did you decide to get into wholesaling yeah i think it was just i was you know actively looking online just for ways that you know i could make you know high ticket you know whether it's sales or anything like that in shorter periods of time without having to put in a lot of money right so I think it's just a matter of, um, you know, it's, I, I truly believe this is one of the few industries where if you simply put in enough effort, you will get a return, right. You know, and the monetary return on that. Um, it's not 
it's very simple, but it's not easy, right? I'm sure you've heard yep. that before, and that, that sums it up, right? So, yeah, and it's something you can teach pretty easily, and you know, systematize it, process it um, out a little bit easier. And it's just a business model that worked for me um, as far as into my personal schedule as well. So that's kind of how it made it a good fit. Yeah. There you go. The key thing you said, it's simple, but it's not easy. And a lot of people don't want to put in the effort. You know, they think it's, you know, magical. Hey, let me hire a cold caller or send some direct mail or do a, (laughs) do a text campaign. And immediately I get my first deal. Um, Yeah. 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 But I mean, it only took you 45, 45 days. I know for me, you know, when I, when I started years ago, it took me 10 months to get my first deal. So you doing it in 45 days Mm -hmm. in this market is really, really good, man. That's, that's something that you, uh, you know, should applaud yourself about. Mm. Yeah. Thanks. It was, uh, it was, you know, it's hard to keep pushing when you don't have that proof of concept yet. Right. So and mine was, you know, I cold called for 30 days and it was a quick close. Like it was only 14 days to close. Right. So when you're sitting down every day for 30 days straight, right. It's just like, you know, you got to keep your mind pushing towards something, even if the money's not coming in yet. So that's kind of the way you're absolutely right. Yeah, for sure. And that's one of the things you said, you said, you you know, you had to sit down and just cold call for 30 days straight, not knowing if you was going to get a deal. So it's like, just persevere, push through, push through, push through, and then you'll have that breakthrough. All right. So tell us about that that first deal, Owen. Yeah. So that was a, it was a tired landlord list in Memphis, Tennessee. I called him. He wasn't overly motivated. Um, It was just, Mm -hmm. a lot of sellers will put up the smoke screen in the beginning of, you know, I could sell or, you know, what's your offer, you know, all that stuff. But uh, he had a tenant that was paying way under rent. He owned like 10 houses. Um, And, you know, I think he just kind of liked how I approached it and just kind of figured out he was, you know, paying 900 bucks below market rent. So it wasn't really profitable for him Um, okay it was more of a you know there was mental energy being spent on it with no return at all so it was like you know it was time to sell that one whether he wanted to acknowledge it at first or not Uh, and then yeah we talked about it got deeper into it um next day we i got it locked up um it was kind of funny though he wanted uh he'd never done like an off-market deal right so Mm -hmm. he was spooked by you know i only have a two-page contract and stuff like that and yep, yep. he he would he wasn't willing to do the deal unless i did two thousand dollars end right okay keep okay. in mind the purchase price is only 80 grand right so i was like i found a way to scrape up 2k just to put it in escrow right gotcha <laughs> and, okay um that was a real gamble, right? Because it was the the inspect. There's something weird in the inspection clause that there was only one inspection allowed, or something that he negotiated. And I was I didn't know enough at the time. I just wanted to get a deal done. Right? So <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. We'll throw it in there, right? But it worked out. I had a bigger company come in and buy it. I think the gross on it was, I think it was nine thousand gross, and I had to pay some fees or whatever. Um, because the buyer was a brokerage as well. Okay. So I, okay. I, I net about 7K on that one. Yeah. All right. So let's let's kind of break that down. So first of all, you're in Central Florida. Um, mm-hmm. and you did this deal in Memphis. Yep. Why Memphis, first of all? Why did you pick the Memphis market? 
Yeah, I was in a, a networking group with a few people and, you know, I just kind of caught the common trend that a lot of people were there and that's good and bad, right? You know, you have a lot more buyers, but you also have a lot more people calling every seller, right? So it's kind yeah. of the trade off. Um, and it's also, you know, within reason, it's kind of the buy and hold capital of that area, right? You know, cheap stuff and kind of get the trade off for crime, but, you know, there's, there's deals happening often and for cash right and mm -hmm. that's what i'm looking for um okay so that's just kind of where my first virtual market was um All right and it kind of worked out with that one but yeah that's kind of okay process, yeah. so you you pulled the list um mm -hmm. and then you just you just personally cold call it no cold caller anything like that you just oh, cold yeah, called just sitting down in a study room and at my college campus and just on batch dialer for four hours at a time right but, okay uh, nothing fancy yeah yep real real sweat equity just, yep, just exactly. put, put the work in and grind okay yep. and then you got the caller on the phone this is your first first transaction everything like that where did you get the contract from and how did you feel conf confident and yeah. using that contract because a lot of people have that question exactly yeah i got the contract from the networking group I was in, I don't know if you know Chris Jefferson, uh, that was the, the one he provided all of us contracts that he uses in his own business. Really simple, right? It's, it's okay. really yep. foolproof, right? And, you know, as long as you have the, some protection in there with the inspection contingency and all that, you don't have to worry, right? It's just do what you're supposed to do and, you know, communicate and then, yeah. We'll be fine. Simple as that, you know. And a, and a lot of people make a big deal about, you know, I don't know what contract to use. Hey, look, just yeah. use it, you know, and make sure you have your inspection period in there, and you'll you'll be covered. Yeah, all right. Yep. Okay. Exactly. And then, all right. So I want to cross off a few few hurdles here that people have. So mm -hmm. you didn't. How did you get a chance to see the property? Uh, so that one. Yeah, so I didn't have any connections in Memphis. I've never been to Memphis, Memphis, nothing, right? So mm -hmm. kind of mm -hmm. scrambling. Um, I found someone, it was actually a buyer who a friend of mine in the networking group knew. So he was like, you don't have to worry about him going to the seller, or, you know, anything like okay. that. He was interested in the property. So, and he was like, hey, I can help you. I can just get photos for you just in case I can't buy it, right? Perfect. Um, and that's what he did. That was, that was a unique case by... <laughs> by you know in any any situation but uh, that's how we got that one done but definitely not my model to this day but yeah but i mean but you had to do what you had to do in order to get the exactly. deal done yeah whatever that's what i tell people yeah that first one is the barrier right yep on that yep. on that first one there there's no system there's no process it's yeah. like whatever you need to do just you get push it done. So you get the wire right yeah yep yep okay so you you got the pictures. Mm -hmm. How did you send the uh, seller to contract? Uh, just through DocuSign. DocuSign. One of the one of their free equivalents. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah. <laughs> very very simple. I love yeah. it. I love yeah. it. And this is what I tell people is, you know, whatever the roadblock is, you can definitely overcome it. You just oh, gotta yeah. see. You just gotta see what the roadblock is and make it happen. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Yeah. So now the next barrier was. You got the contract, got the pictures, everything like that. How did you know what title company to use? Um, I think it was just as simple as um, 
I asked the buyer or the the one who took photos for me. He wasn't the actual buyer at the end, but and he does probably what I'm doing now about four or five a month. Um, and I was like, who do you use? You know, because mm-hmm. yeah, he's doing volume, right? He's I'm sure you know he doesn't play around with title companies that don't you know right aren't investor friendly stuff like that. And he gave me three off the top and reach out to this person. Here's their number, right? All I had to do was ask, you know, and he was. That's, that's it. it. Simple that's, enough. That's it, yeah. Yep. Just ask guys you hear it right now from Owen. You just got to ask. You got to get in some of these networking groups and just ask questions and yeah. you'll get all of the answers that you need. 100%. Okay. So you got that done. Um, Your buyer. Where did mm-hmm. you get your buyer from? So this was a buyer. It's a it's an institutional buyer. So I literally just. Okay. It was as simple as going on prop stream and just seeing who's buying, you know, mm-hmm. just the cash transactions. I'm sure, you know what I mean? You know, who's yep. buying and what quantities, right? And they bought the house next door two weeks prior, right? So that was very clear, you know, okay. how many properties that are linked to that property. And I, and again, this is a brokerage, right, as well. So I just, in I called the buyer's agent that was listed on the on Zillow for the one they bought next door. Yep. And turns out she runs or he runs the their entire acquisitions in Memphis, right? So he's, you know, just one phone call. I'm on the phone with a decision maker who has 50 million, you know, mm-hmm. that can be dispersed at any one time, right? So yep. Yep. Um, that was, you know, it's usually a lot harder to find that contact info, but I was lucky that I could just call him up and, you know, he was quick to offer on it. I think it was the same day and that's how we got moving. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And, you know, and I, and you said the key word, you know, luck, but I think you only received that luck because you use preparation and you just did whatever you needed to do, you know? Um, So guys, you hear it from Owen, just get out there and do it. It's, it's simple. Don't beat your head over it. I know you guys here, you know, a lot of big time wholesalers and you even hear me say it, you know, you got to create a system. Once you create a system, you can scale. But in the beginning, just get it done, you know, get that proof of concept. And then you can start looking at, all right, how do I put systems in place to make this a lot easier for me? Mm, Yep. Okay. So once you got that first deal closed, man, how did you feel? Uh, It was, (laughs) it was, you know, to this day, I just remember I was I was driving down south to visit somebody and I just was stopping to, you know, get gas. And I just heard the notification and the American Express thing just flashed across my phone. And I, I'd never seen. Yeah, I'd never made that much money. Right. <laughs> it was, you know, to, yeah, seven grand is you know not a huge deal, but it's to somebody who's, you know, 20 years old and in college and, you know, just cold called for 30 days. You know, it, it, yeah. it felt awesome. Right. I mean um and with a and with a little bit of effort uh, you turn that that 500 bucks into seven grand in 30 days and there's not i mean i tell everybody who doesn't really understand you know what i do on paper i'm like you know my if i spend a thousand bucks i get 15k back most times right so you know there's no better active income roi that i know of that you can systemize and you can slowly back your way out of right so yep Yep. It was an incredible feeling. I took like maybe 500 bucks for myself and then just, you know, put the rest back into 
what I was doing because you get hooked on it, right? You know, yeah, just, yeah. Man, if you could just do because you think maybe okay, I did seven can on this one. What if I could do two, three, four of these a month, right? You know, that's 30 grand, you know. Um, so that's just how I looked at it. And that was that jump started it for sure. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So you closed that first one, took five hundred dollars for yourself, paid yourself back, and then you took that other sixty five hundred and kind of just yep. put it back into your marketing machine. Exactly. So what did you what did you do? You went and hired more cold callers, pulled more lists. What did what exactly did you do? Um, I didn't hire anybody. I pulled more data for sure. And I was cold calling through my sixth deal, I think. Okay. Uh, so just more data. And I got a few, I like upped my, a few of my subscriptions to allow for more marketing. Um, but didn't, I didn't really change a whole lot of what I did. Right. I think that's the key because some people will close that first one and say, okay, I got to get a VA. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this marketing channel. Right. Yep. Yep. Was something works. Just push more into it. Right. You know, set, like really establish that one channel and then swing your focus. Right. I think that's something yep. I learned to do. I'm glad I did that instead of just, you know, putting it in multiple buckets. But yeah, that was kind of what I redistributed it into. Keep it simple. Right. Just, just yeah. keep it simple. If it works, if it works, just keep working it until yeah. you say, all right, now I really need somebody because it's becoming, you know, a little bit more than I can handle. Yeah. All right. So tell us, um, so you're in Orlando and you're doing deals in South Carolina, Augusta, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, or getting ready to move to Tennessee and Kentucky. Yep. Um, all right, tell me how you're setting everything up, how you're navigating everything so people yeah. will know. Yeah, so, you know, I think your local connections are are huge. I have, and Columbia is our main market. Like I told you before the show, I have a friend who goes to college there and, you know, he's, I'm lucky that he's a people person, right? So he can mm -hmm. deal with, the, you know, some some sellers are a little, you know, wacky, right? Yep, <laughs> Stuff like yep. that, you know, tenants are wild, right? So he deals with that. Um, I also, you know, now that I'm not just wholesaling, I'm doing a lot of wholesale deals now. Okay. Um, you're, I have a local. So explain, explain what, explain what a hotel deal is for people. That so don't it's know. just a, it's a mix of wholesaling and flip. So you're my, the way I do it is basically we get them. It's for the ones that we have deep enough that we can still make money, but we can't really wholesale them for more than 5k. So like, and my criteria is that they need to be livable as is. So mm -hmm. they might need some person up, but not much. Right. So it's good for the ones that are, you know, if a tenant just moved out, but they took care of the property or if it's an older seller who moved out, right. Just needs some small stuff. Okay. Um, so what we'll do is we'll buy those. We'll do paint floors, you know, any junk removal that needs to be done and maybe fixtures at the most. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll just put on the MLS with an agent, our local agent there. The way I do it is I pay my agent 5% commission instead of 3% for okay. him to oversee that light rehab. So I don't do anything, right? Gotcha. Gotcha. I close okay. on it. I give him the keys and he basically just lets me know when it's about to go on market. And, you know, I can keep my focus on the business and acquisitions and stuff like that. And, you know, usually 
we want to make at least 25k on those we okay. won't do it if we don't just to allow for if something goes wrong or you know the market's a little soft right now um stuff like that but that that's a winner you know it's we're in and out our last one was just under 60 days from buying it to selling it to a retail okay. buyer and yeah it's it's a great strategy for sure so I know you I know you mentioned that the market is softening up. Um, so are you still doing as many of those or are you kind of pulling back from doing? Yeah, we're doing more of those, actually, funny enough. And people kind of don't really you know, they're surprised when they hear that. But if you're in the small to midsize markets like we are, the stuff that's, you know, median price is about 250 in Colombia, mm -hmm. I think everything. And this is, you know, this is on us as business owners, we need to know exactly what's happening in the markets, right? Yep, yep. The key, it's as simple as this. Anything that is livable and is listed under 200K will sell quick right now, right? Mm -hmm. So you best believe we are marketing heavy to those neighborhoods, heavy, heavy, right? So stuff like, and we just had one, we had it, we listed it on November 1st. It was under contract November 3rd, right? So excellent. Excellent. That's the stuff where, and as I'm sure you're saying, cash buyers are drying up, right? So yep. me personally, I, I, for me, I look at it as, you know, a deal's a deal. As long as you're buying it deep enough, it doesn't matter if the market corrects 10% in two days or whatever, mm -hmm. you're not going to lose money, right? So we, I, you know, I'm a little tired of the, the same, you know, buyers saying, oh, you know, well, it was a deal, but now it's not, or this and that. Right, right. Yeah. You know, it's you know, it's a double-edged sword, wholesaling and wholesaling, you know, it all has pros and cons, but it is nice to not have to depend on anybody, right? You can just take it down as soon as title's ready and then get moving, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, we're using those in the ones where it's livable and the spread's not big enough. But you know, I think it's just a matter of what you can do in your market and adapting to that for sure. Okay. And now I know you had said that your niche, your um, target markets are, you know, not the bigger markets, but kind of the mid-range, smaller markets. Yep. Uh, why did why did you choose those markets? Variety of reasons, right? I mean, one is, you know, wholesaling, you know, what we do is just a sales and marketing game, right? So if you can target the areas with the most sales volume, with the least people calling these people every day where mm -hmm. stuff still moves on market, that's the perfect combination, right? So where I live in Orlando, you know, stuff moves quick, it's desirable, but you know, every absentee owner will get 20 calls a day, right? Right, right. Versus my markets, it might be three or four, five, right? But at the same time, I could still put something on the market that's livable. It'll be under contract two days later, right? So Another factor is just it's affordable, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, even at six, seven, eight percent interest rates, a mortgage at you know a two hundred thousand dollar sales price, you know that's livable. You don't need to do much to it, and three bed, two bath family home, right? It's still affordable, right? And yeah, yep. you know, that's that's a huge reason why you know the market's like. You know, Phoenix is taking a hit right now, Houston, all those where, you know, Atlanta, especially where there's just a bunch of crazy, unprecedented artificial growth, you know, you just can't sustain a mortgage at seven and a half percent, you know, at 500K, right? It's yeah. just not, 
Man, right. So and, and and I'm in the Phoenix market and I see it and I live it, you know, daily to where stuff. Right, right. You're seeing <laughs> houses yeah. that two years ago were four hundred thousand. Now they're eight hundred thousand. Yeah. You know, and at That's seven important. and a half, yeah, at seven and a half percent interest, you know, six percent interest, people can't afford it. So those houses yeah. are really starting to sit now. So I so, mean, we we welcome the correction. Trust me. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm I'm with you. Yeah. I yeah. think it's honestly, I know people are freaking out, but I would, the way at least our business operates is we will thrive in any market cycle, but when there's an equilibrium, you know, it's, it's perfect. Right. And mm -hmm. I, especially new people, like agents, wholesalers, whoever, they do not, especially because they started in the heat of it, right. In 2000, 2021, 2022, yep. this, that was not normal. Right. I mean, that was never seen ever right i mean exactly like, like it's absolute anomaly that you know it was great while it lasted you could sell a deal for over arv right you know but you know it's just not realistic right so, right it was like as yeah. soon as you get something under contract it's like yeah. whatever i get it under contract for i know i'll be able yeah, to move it so slap it on a facebook group and you got 50 replies in two minutes offering above ask and stuff but you know it's just it's not sustainable right and yep. i think it's good that we're getting everything calmed down and even rates are starting to drop a little bit too for residential people so mm -hmm. it's good i think it's i welcome it for sure and some people are scaling down i'm scaling up right so it's kind of we're here for it but yeah there you go so let's take a brief break hear a word from my sponsors and then when we come back on we'll talk about you know how you started to scale so awesome. take a brief break and we will be right back prop string is the industry's number one tool for locating distressed properties and connecting with highly motivated sellers with 100 percent coverage across the u.s prop string provides a deep dive into any property specific details making it easy to generate lists of distressed properties and contact to the owners no other product or service can compare. Gain access to MLS property details like expired listings. You can pull accurate comps, even sale prices in non-disclosure states. This information is typically reserved for licensed real estate professionals, but is also available to you in PropStream. Gain access to unlimited nationwide property search, comparable home sales targeted marketing lists, and owner contact lookup, built-in marketing tools, hundreds of filters to search and sort leads. Start your free seven-day trial now by going to proud.propstreampro.com slash we love it. Finding real estate deals can be a challenge, but with Batch Leads, it doesn't have to be. Batch Leads has created a one-stop solution for all your real estate needs. So you can find more sellers, close more deals, and maximize revenue. Batch Leads offers a comprehensive suite of lead-generating tools that cover text messaging, skip tracing, finding comps, and much more. Batch leads help you simplify, manage, and organize all your data in one place. Batch will help you stack your lists and identify properties that appear on multiple lists and have multiple distress indicators. These sellers are likely to be highly motivated and eager to sell. Get the most powerful and complete lead generation platform in the industry. Locate sellers, buyers, and lenders nationwide in seconds. Go to batchley.io and use promo code WeLoveEquity. 
All right, everyone, we are back with On Scott, who hails from Columbia, South Carolina, but he's doing deals in the Midwest and along the Eastern Seaboard. So before we left, we were talking about, you know, just kind of the markets and what he's been doing. So Scott, you know, coming back, Owen, I'm sorry, I keep calling you Scott. (laughs) Owen, coming back, what... What are you doing now? You know, what have, what have you done to start scaling up? What does your team look like? Yeah, so it's just, you know, I hired a VA, you know, I'd say in July and I managed it myself and it just took away too much of my time, you know, managing the dialer, data, all that stuff. So I, you know, right now we have two callers and a texter that a third-party company, REI Call Center does for us. So that's our marketing. You know, they're hitting it every day, Monday through Friday. And then beyond that, I mean, I was just got back from, I was in Spain for three months studying abroad. Um, Right before then, I brought on somebody who I, you know, I knew in one of my networking groups to, you know, he really wanted to get into acquisitions and, you know, I can't, I wasn't able to do what I usually could on the acquisition side just because of the six hour time difference. Mm -hmm. So I brought him on, trained him. We're still, you know, I'm obviously ironing out the kinks, but he's going to be my full-time acquisitions guy. So, you know, follow-ups, you know, closing calls, stuff like that. He's going to be a full-time member of my team. And that kind of leaves me for the back-end stuff. That's going to be my focus and just operation stuff. But yeah, the focus was always marketing though, you know, just getting, you know, as many dials out as we can, as many records as we can, as much reach as we can. Okay. So you said you have uh, what, two cold callers? Yes. Okay. Two cold callers and they're dialing. Do you know roughly about how much you're spending a month in marketing now? Because you started yeah. at 500 because I want people to see how you scale so quickly. Yeah. So up until last month, we kept it to three grand a month or less total expense. Okay. Uh, so that's skip tracing. That's callers. That's everything. Right. So perfect. It was up until I hired the second caller. Right. So that number is going way up starting. Okay. So that's, you know, more markets, more data, just more everything. Right. Yep. Then, yep. Cause what is it taking you about 10,000 leads to call on a month per caller? Yeah, per caller. That's, that's usually a good sweet spot to where they have to push to get through it, but they're not, you know, overwhelmed. Right. Right. Okay. That's, that's generated us about four contracts per month. And, you know, we're, we just added the second caller. So it's not really, you know, I can't really. Yeah. yeah I can't know how to metrics yet. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah. All right. And then, so you're getting about four contracts per month. What's your, what's your fall through rate? Are you closing every four or is yeah. it three out of four? I would say three out of four okay. for whatever reason, right. You know, we've had, we had two deals where buyers backed out and we had to close them. So okay. You know, it wasn't ideal, but we'll still make money on them as wholesales. We had a few, you know, there's stuff where the sellers just refused to sign. That closing, sign yep, just, yep. Yeah, all that stuff. But my goal is to keep that, the fallout rate less than 25% if possible, just because we, we want to control what we can, right? Yep, and yep. Everything else, it happens, but. but yeah, yeah, and it happens. It happens. Yeah, and and I know. Yeah, it sucks, yeah and but- I- I know in the beginning when people get started and they they say, you know, that deal fell out, they just want to give yep. up. I'm like, it's a part of the business. You know, some of them just, yeah. just fall out, you yeah. know? Okay. Perfect. Perfect. All right. 
Owen, let's put you on a hot seat, man. We're going to put Owen on a hot seat real quick, just to let you know, Owen, this is great content, good information for those who are just getting started and plus those who are looking to start scaling now. So um, on a hot seat, what would you do differently, Owen, than you did a year ago? Get a third-party VA sooner. Okay. That's the main thing. Yeah. Okay. So you think you, you did a little bit of too much of the cold calling yourself? Uh, yeah, I was just, you know, once you get the money, you're a little afraid to lose it. Right. So I would have gotten yeah. probably two deals earlier, probably. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Um, and then let's see. Um, so started earlier, what would you do differently? Um, why not a mentor? Why didn't you use any kind of mentorship program or anything like that? Kind of talk to us about that. Yeah. I mean, the, the networking group I was in with Chris, Chris Jefferson, that is a mentorship group. It's not like one. it's like a group of us, but I, that definitely helped a lot. I'm not going to lie. You know, I definitely understand the the value of a one-on-one mentor. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just think that through your own, you know, maybe a low budget course, stuff like that. You don't need it until you get the money, right? So that shouldn't be your first expense, you know, once you understand what the business is. But yeah, completely agree. And guys, mentorship, you know, comes in all forms, types, you know, you can have the one on one, you can have the group, you can you know, have the forty, fifty thousand dollar mentorship, or you can have, you know, the fifteen hundred dollar mentorship. The yeah. importance is, you know, just collaborating, being with a group that you can bounce those ideas off of, that you can bounce, you know, those questions off of. And when you're struggling, somebody that you can talk to and say, "Hey, man, you know what? Yeah. Don't give up. Keep going." <laughs> yeah, that's that's the biggest part. I mean, this is a, it's hard. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. is. Even in you know. You, you might make, you might get a $30,000 wire on a Monday and then have two contracts fall out two hours later. Right. It is, it's stressful, right. You know, you can't, even if you have great systems and processes, it's just, you know, you need people that are going through the same thing. Right. Yeah. It's the, a lot of it is the psychology behind it. Cause like you said, you will be winning, you know, on Monday. Yeah. And then on Tuesday, it's like, man, this thing is not working. What am I doing wrong? What the yeah. hell do I need to do to change? You know? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Excellent. I'm, I'm excellent. glad you pointed that out. That's, that's, that's why you want to be with, I mean, whether it's networking group, whatever it is, but that's, you got to be around people who are in it and the business deep too. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause you, you guys can talk about, you know, some of those same struggles, some of those same wins, because you can't talk to people about this, just your college buddy stuff like that because they like well you know what are you talking about i'm worried about this calculus exam and you're talking about you know cold callers Mm -hmm. for sure definitely (laughs) yep so even with that you know have your college roommates seen the success you have and started asking questions and inquiring yeah i mean they i definitely keep them posted on what i do and stuff like that and you know i think (laughs) they, they couldn't really like believe it you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they know I work hard. I mean, I've always worked hard in school and stuff, but I mean, it was, you know, I have friends that are, you know, they're very, very smart and they want, you know, to, they're money motivated for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, all of my, it's including my own, what we were like, okay, let's go to, you know, let's get into banking or something like that, that, you know, 
high ticket industry where you just grind and all that. But the fact that I'm able to outsource and hire, you know, that's something that they've really taken notice to, right? You know, Mm -hmm. I was able to fly up and see people last week on a Monday, right? Instead of work, you know, that's great. um, But yeah, they're super supportive and, you know, it's, it's cool that they, you know, they get it now, right? It's not just, you know, something I do. It's, you know, something I'm trying to push forward. So, yeah. Okay. Sweet, sweet, sweet. All right. So Owen wrapping up here, man, kind of give us some words of encouragement for those people that are struggling. That's, Hey, you know what? They're five months in six months in having closed that first deal. What can you tell them? Speak to that person. It's coming. You know, you don't, I don't know when, but it, it will come, you know, as long as you're, as long as you're controlling what you can control, as long as the dials are being made or the text, whatever your channel is, and you are bettering yourself on the phones or talking to sellers, whatever it is, it's coming. You know, it's just a matter of when that's the, you know, and nobody has the crystal ball, but once that one happens, everything gets, the barriers are shattered, right? You know, that gives you all the power to keep to, you know, kind of expand and bring that time between deals down exponentially. So, yeah, there you go. Hey, take it from Owen. It's coming. Just stick with it. It's coming. It's coming. Owen, man, I really appreciate you being on the show today, man. Excellent content that you share. I really appreciate you being on the show, man. So signing off here, man, how can people reach you? How can we find you to follow your success story? Yeah, you can reach out to me on Instagram. That's probably the best way. I think I'll probably just give my personal. Yeah, my Instagram is just Owen Scott underscore six. I'm creating a real estate one too, but that's what I'll give out for now. DM me. Yeah, I respond. And, you know, I like talking to people about this stuff, right? So, you know, I've had people reach out to me that are, you know, in my own markets that I have never even heard of before, right? And we're doing deals now. So reach out. There you go. This business is based on contacts, right? Whether it's within your real estate circles or with sellers, right? So hit me up. I'd love to hear from you guys. And yeah, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. All right, guys, there you go. You hear from Owen Scott, uh, who's a successful wholesaler, only been doing this since February of 2022. So just under a year. So if you're struggling, you're having those issues trying to get started, just focus keep going, push through, and you'll have the same story as Scott if you just don't give up. So God, Scott, again, Owen, again, thank you so much, <laughs> sir, for being on the show. I really appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate it, Marcus. All right, guys, that was Owen Scott, man. I wanted to bring that to you because Owen just got started, you know, 11 months ago, less than a year ago. So less than a year ago, and he's in multiple markets and he started with a small budget. So the success, the opportunity is definitely out there for you. But again, what did he have to do for 30 days straight? He jumped on the phone four hours a day and he cold called. He just pushed through, pushed through, pushed through and got that first deal. And he cold called all the way up to his sixth deal. Then he started to hire and bring on VA. So again, the opportunity is out there. You just have to get out there and do it. So if you want to talk, you want more information about this, reach out to me. You guys know how to find me. Go to MarcusEMaloney.com or, you know, slide into my DMs on IG 
at MRCS Maloney, and I'll love to speak with you. All right, guys, have a successful year. Have a great, great neuroship. Thank you for listening to today's show. I picked up some great actionable items, and I'm sure you did as well. If so, let me know. You can always reach me via social media at facebook.com slash MRCS Maloney, Twitter at MRCS Maloney, and of course, IG at MRCS Maloney. You can also always reach me via email at mmaloney at equityri.com. Make sure you reach out to our guest as well. You can always find their contact information in the show notes below.